A great 5,000-seat facility on the horizon. Ball stays in play for Lang. Has Guzman inside the 18. Instead, it's Bryant drilling it home. My goodness, what a finish, young fella. A great ball from Lance Lang. Chenel Guzman so dangerous between those two center backs, really occupied both of them and freed up the space for... Soy San Antonio football, guess what? Thank you for joining us in another episode here on Soy Saf. As you see, we have an awesome special guest. You already see him, the main man himself, Ethan Bryant, joining us all the way from Europe. Brother, thank you so much for being on the show. Folks have been wanting to hear from you. Uh, they were, their hearts were kind of broken when you officially signed. I... Thought you were still on loan. I was one of those guys that I was hoping you're still on loan. I totally missed the announcement. So my apologies, dude. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. You are crushing it in you in, in Europe, Ethan. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me. Looking forward to answering all the fans' questions. But yeah, it's been it's been a ride. I'm speaking about that ride, man. Let's uh, I'm gonna tell you folks a little bit right now. I'm gonna look at the camera real quick. I'm gonna tell you folks a little bit about Ethan. I've known him since probably 2017, uh, mid-2017, mid when you first started with the academy out there, SFC Academy. Um, you know, Nick Evans has been doing an absolute wonderful job, Juan La Madrid, and then they added Ryan Rashindal. And I've seen this kid grow up as well as Leo, as well as some other soccer academy kids that are still there. And from the day I saw, you know, your ability, they're – I was just astounded by your talent. You know, you were beyond anything I'd seen. I'd never witnessed. You only hear about these things on ESPN or you only hear something about your quality and caliber. But then when you go there and you witness it and you see it, you're just like, oh, man, this kid actually is pretty good. Talk to me a little bit more uh, about uh, – Let's get the fans to know what they want to know. Talk to me about your academy days, brother. Now, let's let us let's make one thing known. You were born in uh, Longview, but to you, you're you're – Puro San Antonio, pa. Ain't that right? You're yeah. puro San Antonio. Yeah, I'm a San Antonio boy at heart, for sure. Grew up, uh, like you said, I was born in Longview, but for me, uh, I'm from San Antonio. What do you love the most about this town, man? Besides it just being home, having my family and friends there, I, I just love um, being able to just grow up there and the culture, the vibes. I just... For me, it, it's really homey. What do you um, when you tell folks over there uh, in Europe where you're at, and um, we'll talk a little bit about your club here a little a little bit later. What do you uh, tell them when I'm from Texas? I'm from San Antonio. What is what is the reaction that they have? Yeah, um, they're pretty they're pretty amazed. They're like, "What is what is this kid from Texas doing all the way in Europe?" But um, <laughs> of course, yeah, but um. You know, it's it's pretty cool. It makes makes me stand out. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super proud of where I come from. So I like to I like to let let everyone know. You know, it's a uh, and, and people know people know they're very proud as as to what you're doing out out in your new club. Now let's talk a little bit about your soccer journey. Um, we've spoken offline. You've been playing soccer for. Man, since you were a kid, I mean, I think you were born with a soccer ball on your foot, brother. Yeah, and, pretty much. And here you are. For those that are just uh, that don't know much about it, I mean, how old are you? I should have asked you this earlier, but let's just let people know how old you are. I'm eighteen. Eighteen. No. You're eighteen, and you've been in. You've been now on a full season. 
yeah, I think a full season now uh, with your new club. And, you know, it, it's incredible uh, as to how a young kid can get to your levels. And we're going to get you folks, we're going to, for those of you watching, we're going to let you know what what are his secrets? What are his, uh, what are his recommendations for you to get there? Now, Ethan, you grew up here in San Antonio. You ended up playing some uh, uh, club soccer or academy soccer with classic elites, correct? Correct. And tell me about that experience for you. Um, it was a great experience. It was a, a turning point, I'd say. It's uh, whenever I started taking it a lot more seriously and I was surrounded by great players and great coaches. Shout out to uh, Nick Evans, Oscar yes, Munoz, absolutely. Uh, Juan La Madrid, um, all the all the coaches there who've been with me the whole way. And so. they they um they really push you to be better. Um, I think uh, one of the things I get since I don't know you're the one that's that's uh, that's more involved in that, but they they kind of make you feel like you're not good enough so you can be better. I mean, they tell yeah. you they 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 really you know, hey, you, you still got this to work on. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, they they definitely push you. They for me, they always have had my best interests. They want to see me be the the best version of me. They want to see me reach my potential. So I think. Um, the day in day out just challenging me and making me better is you know probably why i'm where i am today now from classic elites and you had a good run there um obviously people saw your talent there but from classic elites san antonio fc finally jumps in the scene uh in the usl in 2016 2015 2016 17 the academy probably took off probably about 2017 um what were your thoughts at that time when they approached you and said, Hey, I think you got something or how did you even end up at the Academy? Yeah. Um, it was just kind of, whenever it started, they, they had like a, a training, a training group, uh, it's called the ETP and it was, you train once a week with the best players in the San Antonio area. And, you know, I was, I was fortunate to be able to be part of that group and then become maybe a standout, um, and then get identified and eventually sign signed a contract. So when San Antonio FC puts out, hey, we have an ETP program coming out, come out and join us, you would say show up. Is that your recommendation? Yes, I would say show up and, you know, have passion, work hard, just show out, do your thing. And, and you, definitely you can see that they have an eye for talent. I mean, they got you. They got Joe Giegos. Uh They've had a, a well now Leo. Uh, I know a couple of the kids that have gone through the ETP program. Uh, Philip Duenas was one of them. He's over at Trinity. He's doing real good stuff. You know, it, it's a good thing what SAFC Academy has been doing. And I think in an article recently, when well, how did you feel about that article um, put out on uh, by about the Academy saying that they're one of the best? in the country when it comes down to production. And then from there, not only did it just stop, it didn't stop there. You got noticed by one um, Andy Tom, coach Andy Thompson at the same, at the time when he was here. And then all of a sudden I see you in a U.S. soccer Jersey and you get called up. Talk to me about that experience, my friend. Now, by this time you are how old right now? Uh, 17. You're at 17 time. at that time. So mm -hmm. from, you were 14, 13, 14 when you started with the academy mm -hmm. about that. Right. So from 14, you you worked hard for two years, trained every day with them. And then you caught the eye of some youth, you know, U.S. 
it's soccer potential. Talk to me about putting yeah. on the jersey, man. No, it's super cool. It's a it's a surreal feeling. Um, it's kind of one of those feelings you can't can't really describe, but um, it's no, it's super cool um, with the U18s. Um, great players, great guys, just great opportunity for me to, you know, represent San Antonio and represent the country, really. And you're still on that roster. You're still on the. You're still on the radar. I know we uh, we follow U.S. men's team only, and they talk about uh, your youth. Uh, uh, they talk about you being, you know, one of the up and coming young kids in in Europe. And you all of a sudden, when you put on that jersey, you ended up getting a. Tell me about. Let's talk about now moving forward about uh, that one call that you sat down with Coach Powell with coach uh, Nick, coach Juan. And they said, I, I kind of want you to play for San Antonio FC. Talk to me a little bit about that. No, that was, that was crazy. <laughs> um, it was, I was just a, you know, 16 year old boy at the time. And uh, to get information like that news like that, man, it was quite literally a dream come true. Beautiful. And, uh, and I, you know, I couldn't thank them enough. And here you are now um, playing in front of the San Antonio faithful. I'll be honest with you. I uh, I love the youth movement, but sometimes for me as a soccer uh, now commentator, com- uh, you know, columnist, sometimes too much youth can mean a lot of trouble. So when I saw that it was you and then Joe and then Leo, it was just one right after another. I was like, what are we doing? Are we going to win? I-, I-, I want, I'm a competitive edge. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you straight up, I was one of those critical guys that when I saw your name on it, I was like, oh, good for the kid. That's great. I, I want to win. And I'm pretty sure I want to ask you, I want to get into the mind of Ethan. You knew the critiques were going to come, didn't you? You knew they're going to say that that's, he can't compete against the Cyprian Hedricks, against, you know, the AJ Ajayquas, the man, I can go on and on about great players that you faced around the league. I was one of them. I was like, what is this kid going to do? Talk to me. What was the mindset for you when you knew that there was going to be a lot of critique coming your way? Right. So you know, being able to be a part of the the first team, you know, at age 16 was obviously going to put me in that position. Um, but you just have to stay strong mentally, back yourself, believe in yourself. And, uh, you know, you have to really over earn everything you get because you are the younger guy. And uh, so I think, I think I did have to, you know, really over earn every, every opportunity, every minute I got. So with those minutes, and I know you had to earn them out in the practice field, what was the most challenging part with, uh, you know, being on a team that had Cheno Guzman, a team that had Rafa Castillo, Ryan? We'll talk a little bit more about Coach Ryan and then teammate Ryan, uh, Roshindal. Um, yeah, Coach Roshindal, your coach at that time, then teammate. I mean, what was what would they tell you, Ethan? I remember feedback from – Players would say, dude, I would always ask them, how is that kid? And they're like, hey, he's really good. He, he's really good. But I don't know much about, you know, what it would guide us through that. Put, let, put, us, put us where you were practicing with these professional athletes, man. Yeah, no, it was super cool. They all, what, what a lot of people don't know is that they, they gave me a lot of advice. And I, w- I just had to be like, you know, a sponge and just kind of suck it all in and just, taking every bit of advice that I could. And, uh, luckily I was surrounded with a lot of experience and a lot of, uh, 
you know, players who've had great careers. And um, I'm really thankful that um, that San Antonio has a has given me that platform. And it's an it's a great opportunity. And I think they preach youth. And I think with the new head coach, Alan Marchena, I think it stays the same. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. We do have questions from fans and that have been wondering, you know, hey, what do you think about the team now? Because, I mean, you, you you follow San Antonio probably. You probably still watch the, the USL matches coming on up. But when you got on the pitch, when they finally, when Coach Powell, I'll never forget that moment at home, when po- Coach Powell looks over to the bench, you know, in, in his signature ball cap stands with his hand on his chin, he looks over and he points at, at Nick and then Nick points at you and he said, Hey, go, go on, man. Get he's calling you up. Talk to me, man. Yeah. Tell, how was it? And you heard your name, your people, your town just went absolutely nuts. I was sitting there and I was like, wow, what a moment for this kid, man. Talk to us about it. Let your fans know about this time. Man, what, what a moment indeed. That was, you know, surreal. Um, thankful for the, for the coaches to believe in me, but, um, no, that's the thing I miss most about San Antonio is playing in that stadium because those fans, they, they just loved me. I was one of, you know, one of theirs. So, um, something I'll never forget. Yeah. Mission City Firm 118, the Crocketeers, 2-1-0 Alliance. Man, they were going crazy. I'll never forget the chance. He's one of our own. He's one of our own. He's one of our own. I'll never forget that. And that was awesome. And it's, it's awesome when, I think I remember there's one particular game, I think, that you folk, that the Academy kids went and they sat down and went to go watch SAFC. I remember you were there. Joe was there. You guys were just kids. And I remember mm-hmm. you guys were, oh, and I would always look at you. I don't really remember this, but I would always tell you guys, hey, go cheer with 118. Uh, did you ever get a chance to cheer with that section? While I'm you were not Academy? sure. I'm not sure. But I know um, you would always look over there and then. For you to hear that section, popping smoke, banging the drums, hearing your name, what would it do? What would it? What did it do for you as a player? Um, it it gave me a lot of energy, and it gave me even more reason to work hard because you know it, the fans were into it just as much as the players were, if not more. So, uh, no, one eighteen, two ten alliance, all the Crocketeers, all of that just made playing in Toyota Field super special. It's special. And I think uh, I've spoken to many USL players that have come to Toyota Field. And they're like, dude, it's a different feeling. It's a different, it's it a is. different emotion. Uh, let's talk a little about a little bit more about you uh, and your SAFC experience. Now, you already got onto the pitch and everything. Talk to me uh, about uh, what it was, how it was going away on, on, on away games, but then coming back home. What was that feeling for you coming back to Toyota? every time in away games and, and some tough season, you know, in a tough season. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that year was really the year when I learned about like, you know, the luxury of being able to play at home because away games, they just, they just weren't the same. I remember very clearly the, uh, the away game against Phoenix and, uh, I was, I was sitting on the bench. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even play. And I was just getting yelled at the whole time from the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the guy with the megaphone was saying, like, Ethan, go do your homework and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, it's kind of oh, funny or whatever. Phoenix, but, Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. And then yeah, you would come back home memories. and you're like, all right, I'm back home. Yeah, I'm back where they like me. So. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Coach, don't take me to the next games. Keep me back home. Yeah. That's exactly. awesome. Now, once that time was up here and uh, you get an opportunity to on loan, 
with your new club, guide us through that moment as far as you, you say, hey, well, your journey is not over. It's just beginning. Somebody in Europe, in Denmark, is interested in you. How was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's super cool. It's always, when I was really young, it was, it's a dream to play in Europe, and it still is for me to play professionally in Europe. And so um, when an opportunity like that arises, I I had to take it. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I'm pretty sure you were kind of scared, weren't you? You had to be. Uh, absolutely. It happened so quickly. And I say, hey, yeah, pack your bags, you're gone. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so and mom and dad, what did they say about that? Um, they were they were definitely scared, but they also knew like, you know, this is this is what I want. This is, you know, something I've dreamed of. So, I mean, they're super supportive yeah. in everything I do. But I think everyone was a bit scared. You know, but we can now look forward and say that you have crushed it. I think things have come through. You went out there on loan with your club and uh, it was uh, with KSV. How do you say there? How do you say that last one? Rose Rosalar. Rosalar. Thank you. I was trying to yeah. figure out how to say that, but oh, I should have known that. But mm -hmm. you go out there and you play with KSV Rosalar, and you and and uh, and you ended up. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry, Denmark in Belgium, and um, you over you go over there, you go on loan, and you basically say, "Well, here I am." Next thing you know, you do a couple get catch the eye of the right people, and they find your your first your second professional contract out in Belgium. Right. How does that, mm -hmm. man, how's that working out for you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's going real well. Actually. Um, I got, I got news today that I'm rostered for the, the first team game tomorrow. Wow. Congratulations. You've rostered yeah. for the first team for the match tomorrow. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're definitely good timing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Great news. I love that. We're definitely going to post that up. Um, I'm definitely going to go hit up uh, the Belgian uh, the Rosalar's team page. And maybe we can even, uh, you know, share that link so we can watch one of our own making it. So yeah. dude, thanks for that. That is con dude. Congratulations. Your story just keeps getting better, Ethan, you know, and it's a testament of you. You just love the game. You just love the game. Um, this is going to be your time. Talk to us about Ethan. You know, people, yeah, they wanted to hear the questions and stuff, but they want to hear from Ethan Bryant. So this is your time. I'm going to hand over the mic to you. Um, go talk to us, man. What? Let your fans know your support up to this up to this point. Um, just, you know, it, this is your time right here, Ethan. All right. So um, first of all, I just want to I want to thank. Uh, my parents for the, the upbringing that they've given me, um, my mom and dad, whether it's driving, you know, hours to soccer practice or, you know, letting me go to Belgium when I'm 18 or letting me do online school when I'm 16 to play at San Antonio. It's, they make just as much as a, of a sacrifice as I do. So I'm thankful for them. And, uh, just some, oh, sorry. About that. No, you're all right. Yeah. Um, just probably some advice I'd want to give, like, uh, to the people who look up to me. Um, just enjoy what you're doing every day. Um, I just, I really enjoyed playing, playing soccer. So it came naturally to, to work hard. And I think the enjoyment has to come first because without it, you, you'll die off and you won't work hard. And once you 
once you find your passion, you just gotta, you just gotta keep going with it and then believe in yourself because I think a, a lot of people might, uh, take me as like someone who has like a straight path. It's just been kind of going up and up and up in success, but it it really hasn't been that way. Um, there's been lots of bumps in the road. So, um, you just got to keep going and you can't let anyone tell you differently. You just, you just got to do you. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's yeah. so good to hear. Um, you know, that's straight folks from Ethan Bryant. You know, he, he's even said it's not an easy road. Uh, yeah, you know, he addressed it. Some people think it's been really easy because he's Ethan Bryant and you see his successes. But he'll, he lets you know it's not that it's not that easy. It's not that uh, uh, a smooth of a ride to get to where you are. Thanks for sharing that with us, Ethan. We're going to move on to our next segment here. And you're going to see me turning here a little bit. But we got some fans that um, really miss you. Uh, and we're going to get some questions. I miss them too. Yeah, you're going to get some questions here. One of them is a uh, 118 Mission City Firm 118 member, uh, loyal, avid fan of yours by by the name of Chris Cox. He says, Ethan, hope you are well, brother. Number one, what's the coolest thing you have done at your new club? And two, how are you enjoying the experience? Chris Cox, Mission City Firm 118, man. All right. Well, thanks, Chris, for the for the question. And I'm enjoying it a lot, learning a lot every day. Um, you know, it's a it's a high level of football out here. And uh, so I'm just learning as I go. Uh, the coolest thing I'd say was uh, so far is probably my, my first goal for the reserve team. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, that, that was probably probably my best moment so far. Um, but honestly, it just keeps getting better now that I've, you know, first roster for the for the first team i think that's probably up there as well so um I'll, I'll keep them posted on how it goes absolutely thank you i'm sure he's ready for that one um the next question is going to come from our friend royce alvarez he again he's uh i think he's even a season ticket member if i'm not mistaken of safc avid safc fan i know royce myself he's a really cool dude and he i want to ask you what has been the most surprising thing about playing soccer in Europe and what has been your favorite moment so far, which we, Chris, uh, uh, Chris, uh, you address that one with Chris, but I'm pretty sure there's not just that one moment. Yeah. So I'd say, what was it? The most different thing about playing in Europe? Yes. What has been the most surprising thing about playing soccer in Europe? Okay. Yeah. The most surprising thing. I'd say is like the different, like there's a lot of nationalities and a lot of different languages here. There was a lot in San Antonio, but I, I think everyone mainly spoke English or Spanish, but here like French, uh, Dutch, English, wow. like you just, it's a it, it goes on and on. Yeah, it really is. So I think just getting to know everyone and, um, you know, getting on the field together has been probably Surprising, but also a great experience. Any other moment, any other uh, favorite moment um, besides scoring that one goal? Mm -hmm. um, favorite moments. I think just having, honestly, just having good sessions too with the first team because nice. yeah, I'm training, training every day with the first team. So I think anytime I can get and impress the coaching staff and, you know, give myself confidence, I think is really good. 
Good. I mean, that's great. And, and you know what? The, I would not call those my greatest moments, too. You know, scoring my first mm-hmm. goal with the reserves and then, you know, getting called up the first team. You know, hey, that's pretty cool. Congratulations yeah. on those, by the way. Our, our next it. question is from Eric, uh, Eric Rios. He says, my question for Bryant, how are you adjusting to life in Belgium? It, how are you adjusting to life in Belgium? Is there any difference uh, in the way they train and the culture versus what you have experienced uh, here when you were with SAFC, and if so, can you elaborate on the differences on on what's how it's making you become a better soccer player? So he gave us a trifecta okay. one of there. So he yeah, wants to know I how you're adjusting it. to Belgium. Uh, what's a different style of training if it's a different than what you have been doing here in SAFC? And what improvements have you seen from those differences as a per, as a player yourself? Yeah. So first of all, with just like the life aspect of it, you know, having my own apartment and then cooking for myself, paying bills, like stuff I would never even think about, <laughs> but it's stuff I've, I've had to do here. So I've been adjusting to it, but I nice. think I've adjusted well. Um, and then the training environment is for me, the first thing I noticed was, and it's kind of the, you know, the cliche, but it, it really is. It's just a lot quicker. Yeah. The game is the game's it's a lot quicker. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but one thing that I, I am grateful for is like the stuff that I've learned back home. It, it has helped me a lot here. Cause I see a lot of players maybe haven't had that South American or, you know, whatever type of influence in their game. And so it's very, very, uh, I wouldn't say robotic, but, not as flary. I'm I'm thankful for uh having a bit of a bit of flair in my game. So man, that's good. And that's gonna just improve you as, as a player. And who knows, maybe we can even see a Ethan Bryant call up to the major team. I think yeah. now that you're in Europe, I think that's the focus. Or what is your focus now? I know you I know you're I know you're a type of player that's like, look, I'm here right now, I'm focused on the right now, but I also know you're the type of player that has a major goal in mind. What would that mm-hmm. be? Yeah. So with the national team, of course, the senior team is, you know, a goal. I think it's a little, a little bit further away, but the U twenties, um, U 20 world cup is in a few years. Um, so I'd really like to make that roster and then, um, professionally, you know, spend my time at Roslar, use it as a stepping stone and then move on to a, a bigger club, maybe first division somewhere. Um, but we'll see, just got to, Take it day by day. That's beautiful. Ethan, thank you so much for joining us here in San Antonio Football. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. I like to always end up my segments with what I like, like to call a rapid fire shot. So I'm just going to give you five okay. five, um, five quick questions and, um, you know, rapid fire. Here we go. What do you miss the most about San Antonio? Toyota Field. Favorite song right now? Uh, Life is Good. Liverpool, Drake. there you go. Liverpool yeah. or Manchester United? Liverpool. My oh, man, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite artist right now? Uh, Travis Scott. Favorite food? Um, steak. Austin tacos or San Antonio tacos? San Antonio, absolutely. My man, everybody, oh. Ethan Bryant, 
joining us straight from Belgium. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for letting everybody know how you're doing. We miss you, buddy. We love you. We we wish you the best out there for sure. We will be most definitely going to be watching that game tomorrow. Congratulations on the call-up. You're doing some great things, kid. And keep in touch with us. Let your fans know how you're doing. And for sure, we'll be seeing you down the road a little bit much, much more, uh, much, much further down the road. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thanks, uh, thanks to the fans who sent questions. Absolutely, folks. Ethan Bryant, straight from Belgium. And with that, we're going to leave it. Toy Sav family, Benjamin Dosa, stay tuned for more of our episodes. Follow our YouTube page. Follow our social media pages. And just thank you so much for the support and we love. We'll be seeing you guys. Ethan, last words, Bubba. Yep. Thank you, guys.